When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Ricari Austin, and I'm one of the hosts of GCX 2022. That's right. We're already talking about next year. Now, we want you to join us at Rosen Shingle Creek in Orlando, Florida, as we come together for another unforgettable GCX. Tickets are going fast, and look, we want to see you, so visit gcxevent.com slash tickets to book now. As the seasons change, so do our selections. The seasonal selections from King's Coast Coffee Company are custom roast sourced and selected to pair with the changing of the seasons. We take the time to source and pair up coffees that reflect the current season and are roasted to highlight tasting notes that pair with the season on hand. Here for a while, then making way into the next, this is a great roast to try on its own or make any coffee subscriber happy. Alright guys, welcome in episode 20 of Coffee and Chell, the Hut pod, uh, Hut podcast? No, we gotta get away from this. This is, this is a Chell podcast. We are not a Hut. This is a Chell podcast, yeah, exactly. kind of. We just center around of. Hut. We're very Hut-centric. Yeah. It's it's our base. Alright guys, I'm Sleeves, he's Kesso. It is early. So, uh, Dude. yeah, Ooh. this weekend, obviously Ooh. the Super Bowl, we'll talk about that. Then Monday, Valentine's Day, we'll talk about that. And uh, it's Tuesday, so we are literally recording this at 7 a.m., um, which is usually we do it at Sunday night. So we apologize for the late upload, but, uh, you know, life and things like that. Uh, let's talk about the Super Bowl real quick. You, uh, did you yeah. enjoy it? I did. Um, I just wanted to see a close game. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. and and the second half was a little boring. It was pretty boring. Yeah. Teams couldn't get much going, mm-hmm. but uh, it was nice that uh, it came down to like the last two drives. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there were some frustrations. It was dumb to see Eli Apple just single covering Dude, uh, Cooper Cup for, toast, for some reason. Bro. Like just absolutely yeah. nuts. Uh, Perrine was out there on the third and one. Yeah. And Looked like he could have got it, but uh, you know what? I'm happy for the Rams. I'm happy for Matt Stafford, dude. I know. Yeah, that's like, what I felt, too. He deserves it. Yeah. Literally, his first year out of Detroit, he goes 4-0 in the playoffs and, <laughs> and wins the Super Bowl. Yeah, how do you feel about the game? I enjoyed it. I won like 100 bucks. you know? I bet like yeah. a million pro- – I had like a million prop bets and like none of them hit, but like I I uh, took Rams money line and, uh, and under 48 and a half points. So like that okay. hit and that was basically enough to win me like a hundred bucks, which was nice. 
Uh, but yeah, that um, was good. Wait, let me ask you something yeah. about this though. Okay, so we we hosted the Super Bowl, okay. right? And there was probably ten to twelve people. It wasn't big mm-hmm. or whatever. So as the host, I you know I'm the one ordering the pizza earlier in the day, yeah. uh, buying the chips and stuff yeah. or whatever, and. I feel like I shouldn't have to ask people like, hey, this was X amount of money. Can you Venmo me like 10, 15 bucks, right? Um, but bro, there's, there's some people, right. there's some people that are like, hey, what, you know, I'll send you some money, whatever. Then there's the people that come that are always at every single thing that never offer to chip in for anything. And before every single time before they get here, I'm like, oh, I'm going to, yeah, you know, you know, they're not getting away. They have to, they have to send me the 15 bucks or whatever. And every single time I like cowered out of it and I'm like, ah, you know, don't worry about it. And it's just funny. I don't know. I, okay. So, again, I don't know if maybe this is a different friend base or, like, there's a pretty big understanding. Um, so I have, like, a group of friends, like, four of us, three of us now, I guess. Wow, man, as you get older, man, three of us. <laughs> they all die. All, yeah, dude, all of our <laughs> friends, all, all of my all of my, my best friends uh, in my group now, um, our wives are friends. So there's about six, usually about eight of us at every, ev- every event. And uh, it's pretty custom man like you just pay for it like we don't you know add like you know you order pizza you you supply the booze but then the next time that it's hosted at one of our like we all have houses that we host at for different yeah like i did chris i did friend miss right i didn't mm-hmm. like none of my it wasn't expected that my friends paid for anything because then like uh um my buddy uh what was it um oh my my buddy's my buddy's kid's birthday which was literally just an excuse for us to like have a few drinks because he'd come over like 7 p.m. You know what I mean? He's one. Yeah. So it's like he's not going to remember. So he goes to bed and then we just sit there and drink and have some pizza and whatnot. And then I didn't pay for anything. Right. I think it's like I think like that's like the more customary thing now. I, yeah, we don't. Maybe now I feel like I'm being cheap. We've always like so me and like the core group of friends, yeah. we've always just like split everything no matter what. You know, Yeah, we're so very know, one person like... take the whole bill. OK. And then it's okay. like the next time you don't pay anything. All right, don't judge me, people that listen. No, it's to this. all right. I mean, don't it's the exact me. same. If that's if that is how the standard is at every other event, the standard is the standard. Yeah, exactly. You know? I would love to see how you guys in the comments. Everyone's going to be like, "Oh, dude, we never ask for money. We're the, you know, what I mean." But we, so we don't ask. Right? No, we no, don't you ask, never ask. But it, but there's a standard. Expect it. There's a standard. Yeah, you expect yeah. it, right? Yeah, no, we don't. Uh, yeah, we're very different like that. I guess in that sense, which is fine. Okay, like you know what I mean. It ends that you end up at the same point. Because like you yeah, know what I mean, I you pay you pay when you go, right? Yeah. yeah, we don't pay when we go, and then like we end up having to host one, and then it's like, I mean, dude, we get together. Me and my friends get together. Like, dude, okay, we're trying to host. So for anyone that hasn't played, um, this is probably the most fun you will have after you've joined the softball team. Your boys have had some kids. Like, this is the most fun that you will have as an adult. Go and get, especially if you, you need at least five friends, okay, yourself included. You need to get yourself a board of Risk Legacy. It is easily the most fun you'll have as an adult. So everyone knows what Risk is. If you don't, maybe you're from, mm-hmm. I don't know if, I, I don't know if it's big in Europe. I, I, I assume maybe, I think it's worldwide. I assume Risk is worldwide. I could see Europe not being maybe big okay. Well, it's a board game. It's the it's the game world domination, right? It's a very long game. Yeah. <laughs> um. You know, and uh, so what Risk Legacy is? It's eighty dollars for the board, right? For the for the box, and what it is is it's one board, and you play fifteen games on that board, and while you're playing the fifteen games, 
new stuff will happen and you, there's like stickers and stuff that go on the board so let's say i win i win game one nothing game one is exactly how you would play normal risk right i win game one i can do a bunch of different things i can choose to name a continent so in future games uh if i own the continent i get a plus one bonus like i get an extra guy in future games i can name a like capital city where like only i can start on that for the rest of the mm. games um and then they can get destroyed after you've played like four or five games i think it's like the big one is once someone has won twice um i knew like fact there's like a big envelope that's like only open when someone's won twice like a new faction comes into the game it's incredible so but man let me tell you so my buddy just had a second kid my other friend just had his first and it's like this group chat trying to figure out the one day that we can get together to play once it's just like it's never gonna happen bro like it is just never gonna happen i'm like okay whatever uh for the most part i have the least amount of responsibilities i guess but because i work or you know i have lots of stuff to do that like it's very difficult but nonetheless uh if you guys have a group of friends you're over 30 even if you're not man it's a great drinking game but it's an (laughs) awesome excuse to like be like oh i gotta go play where's legacy you know it's 15 games Uh, yeah i think i remember seeing you do this like a few years ago or something we've played pictures or something we've gone through two boards i okay. i've won once the first time and dude, i won the first game and the last board and i won the last game and we had to go into a game 16 because everyone had won twice and it was like a tiebreaker oh, wow. thing it was messed up but anyways yeah all right so uh there's that uh what do you want to talk about today this is very loose uh dude yeah it is very loose we have to keep it loose um so this weekend i had uh my my one of my good friends from oh, valentine's I, day by the way I've... oh but yeah your buddy came down yeah yeah, my buddy came down. I, I had played NHL 09 with this guy, right? We, we played EASHL together. We were teammates. And uh, he came over because this one band, Goose, was coming to Pittsburgh. And I'm like, hey, stay at my house for a couple of days. Like, we'll do stuff around Pittsburgh or whatever. So uh, it was very interesting because we had never met before. Uh, but it was just like old friends just hanging out because we had played sixes together for, the you know, 13 years, man. It was pretty cool. Uh, and it's really interesting to think that like this guy knew me when I was like 14 and like I was just talking shit on Xbox Live parties and I'm like a different person now and he's known me longer than my wife and stuff. But it, it was a fun weekend. Like, you know, we just did some touristy stuff around Pittsburgh and like, you know, went to some breweries and stuff. But it was a good weekend. That's cool, man. I'm Yeah, like yeah. it's funny. It's funny when uh, like when you get into this community, I see guys or talk to guys in this community more than I talk to my like in like real life friends. Not the, like now mm-hmm. they're real life friends like Cam and you. I talk to more than like my best friend just because like that's what goes on with life. You know what I mean? Like it's just you know what I mean? As I as you get older and more kids happen, that's usually just how it goes. Right. Um, but it's crazy yeah. how this game, man, like I saw it firsthand. I mean, I guess it's a nice little segue. No, first we need to talk about Valentine's Day. What did you do for Valentine's Day? So uh, we are delaying ours, right? So I booked a uh, couple's massage on the 25th, and then it's like at like this resort. Um, so we're going to do that. So on Valentine's Day, which was last night, right, we just I had to go over to my grandparents' house. Mm-hmm. So we went over to my grandparents' house just to help them with some stuff. Um, so we're going to celebrate on the 25th. Okay, okay. So I mean, nothing, uh, I hate Valentine's Day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, it's it's ter- it's it is what it is. Yeah, it's literally just it a, it it's is, just a made up holiday to make you spend money, which is fine. Yeah. And like the pressure yeah, so of it because you, you have to. I have you ever gone all out on Valentine's Day? 
I don't think I've ever gone like, you know, balls to the wall, like all out. Like, like had flowers delivered like and all that shit. Oh, yeah, I've done that. And I've done that outside of Valentine's Day. Oh, you that's know, the dude. Man, that's a first year oh. thing, brother. I mean, I haven't. I've done that, but that yeah. was when we were dating. Oh, uh, no, dude, I, I had flowers delivered. It was like, so my wife's a teacher. Yeah. And I think I had flowers delivered on like National like Teacher Day or something like a couple of years oh, ago. That's the way you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. You got to crush it sometimes, you know, you got to do some nice things. And most of the reason why, and I'm not going to lie, uh, it's to make the other people feel bad. Yeah, I love that part. I love that part. Because, you know, the pictures yeah, going like, out there, I'm like, I'm like, I go to my buddy, I'm like, hey, yo, how's it going? What are you doing? That's funny. Yeah. Because yeah, then, you know, they're going to talk. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. Bro, so did you do anything for Valentine's Day? All right, let me tell you this. Night? So we don't get to go out very often. Um, a, COVID. Oh, also, you can. Yeah. So uh, in Ontario, um, you know, we try not to be political here, but uh, COVID restrictions are just gone. May, March 1st, um, the government decided that, like, oh, I guess enough time has passed. Two weeks ago, we were on lockdown, but in in another two weeks, everything's good to go. Magically, we're all saved. Dude, the politics in this province, in this country, uh, eye opening. But nonetheless, so I guess they're just ending everything. Mass mandate. That's I mean, good. I guess like, the mass mandate, I think, is staying in effect. But, like, you don't have to be vaccinated. Like, not that. Like, we have 90% double vaccinated. Um, yeah. You know, and uh, everything's open. There's no there's no um, limit restrictions. Like, right now, the gym and restaurants, 50%, like, capacity. Like, it's just okay. nuts. And it was, at, it was at 25%. Yeah, it was 25% or... all the way. Like uh, That's, like, nothing, yeah. though. Like, 25%. I remember whenever it... it like COVID just started here and things were like 25%. That's like eight people. Dude, the worst, the worst, let me tell you. So like, um, dude, we've had so many lockdowns. One of them at the worst was okay. Everything's open, but the max people inside is 10. So like I went to one of the biggest and probably the best gyms in terms of like the amount of equipment, the size, everything. And, uh, dude, they have 5,000 members. They would book 72 in advance and you would literally have to spam the book button to try and get in because but it was like a lottery. So I was like, no, I'm not doing this. Like, absolutely. Yeah. It was nuts. It, it was just a terrible system. Uh, but no. So we went out for went out for dinner. This really nice uh, restaurant in um, it's called Brooks and or Bricks and Barley, Brick and Bricks and Bar Barley, I think it's called. And uh, it's like a they make like uh, wood oven pizza like you know and uh yeah it's in niagara on the lake so for anyone that's you know you you come to niagara they uh shout out to rumple rumple stayed in niagara like it's wine country i also played that's okay. where i play baseball and, love rumple yeah rumple dude yeah. rumple he dude he is the classic he is what i was before i started streaming he literally is just at work and just bounces around the nhl community streams that like that yeah, is legit that awesome, is legitimately dude. what i would do i would stream until like noon and then i'd go to work and i would just be in like louie or sod street just bouncing around oh, dude you were living it man because you loved it you I were did. like so excited and stuff i did and love it like, so the pizza was good so i didn't even get pizza i got fish and chips because whatever right oh, my okay. wife did get she got a personal pizza but here's the issue so we don't go out very often i just gotten back from florida we'll talk about that in a second and um um, we went out for dinner. We decided to go for dinner. We Skyla took Summer for a walk, uh, and then we put her in her crate. And so she was tired. Put her in her crate, dude. The Furbo just she just would not. She decided this. I'm not sleeping. I'm not allowing this to be in my cage, bro. Ruined the whole time. We were out for dinner for 45 minutes. She managed to get the crate cover 
rip it like she got the front of it like got managed to get her big snout through the cave through the crate like hole grabbed the cover and just yanked pulled the whole front cover clear off the thing and just so we got home and the whole thing looks like it like imploded on itself yeah yeah yeah, so she it it was a disaster right we didn't enjoy it because the fur was going off like every 10 seconds she knocked the camera off that we have in the crate we thought she ate it Oh, so like, I got home and we're just like, this is a mess, man. I can't wait. I love my dog, uh, but I can't wait until it's like, you know, she doesn't have to be in her crate. We can trust her. Oh, you know, it, she's eight months old yeah. now. And I'm, we're, we're at the point where we're like, man, <laughs> hey, come on, grow up. Yeah, now, like, let's get it here because yeah, she's so smart, bro. Let me tell you this, man. I was talking in Henry's discord about like dogs and whatnot um, the other night. And uh, it's funny because like German Shepherds are like, among the top three breeds in terms of intelligence and loyalty but they're also like the top three in aggression which is why like you know you have to be pretty attentive that's why we didn't get a male because males require a just to be outside all the time um you know we both work from home we both work uh you know pretty lengthy jobs and um didn't want to have to deal with like the the male part of it but dude she's just like a 70 pound puppy like she doesn't understand she's a puppy or that she's mm-hmm. as big as she is. She thinks she's a pup. Well, she is. I mean, she's eight months old, right? So we're just, I can't wait until she can just lie in my bed. You know, like that's, I, I've had it, I've had it maybe twice where I've been sitting on the couch and she put her head on my lap. And like, she just, she just doesn't sit still very often. So it's coming. And that's the best thing. Yeah. You know, that's what you I'll tell want. you this. I came home from Florida and uh, there is nothing like, see, here's the difference between cats and dogs. You come home. Uh, you haven't been home for a couple of days and she, her tail's just wagging. She's whining and crying, jumping. Oh, I dude, was like, I was thing. like, oh man, like it hit. It was nice. Well, that's a, that, that's the difference between pigs and dogs too. You know, Henry <laughs> wouldn't even care, but like whenever I, whenever I come home. He doesn't home, wink like, and get Bella. his little tail going when he sees you? Not really. <laughs> he might acknowledge me a little bit and do like a, like that, but that is it. That is the max I get. But like Bella, I leave for an hour and I come home and she's like, it's like I was like off to war or something. She's so excited. Dude, has to she me. hit the, uh, has she, she found someone she's more attached to? Uh, it won't take long. I, I feel like it's slightly me, but she really likes both of us. And the only reason it would be me a little bit is just because I'm, I work from home. Okay. Oh, she doesn't like, work from like home late. No, so my wife's... Oh, yeah, yeah I, I didn't teacher, know if like she was, in, like, yeah, in Canada, like, well, doing yeah, that. For, oh, you guys are still doing online uh, school? For the most part, yeah. Oh, that's crazy to me. Because, <laughs> like, she's been in person for, like, a year now. Brother, we're two hours away, and my God, is it different. Yeah, that's crazy, because mm-hmm. it's, like... Uh, I feel bad for uh, not that I mean not that this is like a crazy serious discussion, but like this has to be a long term like tool on these kids. Oh, dude, the, you know, like the you know, I you know it's it's gonna sound really dumb for you know a lot of the adult. I mean, I feel like our viewer base is probably pretty old, but just think about it first. Yeah. Like, go back in time, the people that lost out on grade eleven and twelve, I those were some of the most fun. Those are the last two years where you really have no responsibility in life and there's no outside pressure in terms of like you need to get your your shit together you know you basically your only responsibility is to pass you know like that's it yeah like i'll never forget like one of the best days of my life was my grad party and for whatever reason there's lots of clicks in my you know my high school and uh, we had a party out out uh, on the outskirts of niagara at this one one girl's house like a farmhouse and it was like 
my entire graduating class no clicks it was just a huge bonfire a huge sound system it was that is so rare it was yeah it was something like uh, i remember getting there and being like dude like the nerds were there you know like the athletes like i was just like there was like 50 tents like it was it was something else and for the people that like didn't get prom and didn't get like did you go to prom by the way Dude, dude, you want to hear something? I can do. You know up. what? We're, you know, I'm so down on HUD. If you've watched streams, I don't. Dude, yeah. we're getting into HUD, and yo, know, you guys, listen, you're we're, story time. All right. Yeah. So, so I went to a. I, I grew up kind of near the hood, but like not in the hood, Fair. but like near, like the, the area. Like near the Heinz factory. Uh, the I, Heinz, I've stayed no, on both no. sides of Pittsburgh, and like, let me tell you, that was not an enjoyable place to get an Airbnb. So. I grew up in like Stowe Township in, in, in Pittsburgh, okay. okay. And we have like Paul Spatafora was like this amateur boxer. He was from there. He was like the next great like boxer in like I think the featherweight division, but then he went crazy, drugs, okay. uh, like beat his like girlfriend at a gas station. Wow. Uh, we had Mancini's Bakery, which is in McKee's Rocks. That was a great thing. But other than that, everything sucks from there. So like my grandparents raised me like, you know, she worked, she sent me to like a good like private school. Okay. Um, but we struggled paying tuition yeah, right? yeah, at, those ca- at those Catholic schools. Those oh, you're like, the, you're like the the one who's in there. You're smart. You're at a private school. But like you, you're the one that's, you know, your family's like got to work a couple jobs or whatever. All that goes dude, through it. Dude, I did not fit in at the oh, school yeah. whatsoever. High school was dude, terrible. That's like every like drama had... show ever. You're like, that's a gossip girl. That's like the story of gossip uh, girl. Yeah. yeah. So like I didn't fit in at all whatsoever. But I remember leading in the prom and then also graduation my senior year. If you owed tuition, if your family owed tuition, you couldn't do those things. So I asked this one girl uh, to prom, and she said yes. Thank I don't know why she would say yes to me, especially me in high school. But then <laughs> the principal, the principal's like, if you you know you can't do these things if your family owes tuition. So I was like, hey, listen, I can't I can't go. Like I'm literally not allowed. So then graduation comes, and he's like, you're not allowed to walk and accept a diploma if your family owes tuition. So I remember, I forget if it was a Saturday or Sunday. So I'm like, I'm just, you know, F this school, you know, whatever. Like, I'm not, I can't go anyway. So he calls my grandmother. uh, I forget if it was a Saturday or Sunday. Graduation's at like 9 or 10 a.m. He calls her at like 8 a.m. And he's like, hey, I have a cap and gown here for Brian if he wants to come down. And I I wish I would have answered the phone because I wanted to say, like, F you. Like, there's no chance. I remember just sleeping through it. And like, really, I was like, man. I'm out of here anyway. That makes me sad. Yeah, but like, like, that sucks. Like that. Hey, uh, because I was like, if, if you guys are going to do that to me, no, I don't want to go. Yeah. Like, well, good for you for like, having that. Like, I like, oh, because now I feel bad because like those were two of like, but like, I, I mean, oh, yeah, you're sitting here talking about your great experience, like, pro- dude. It was so prom was, was so not a good because... experience. So, like I was with like my oh, first like I got to go with like my first real girlfriend. So it's not like I, you know, I asked someone and like, you know, whatever. Um, it was my first like real, real girlfriend. We dated for like two years out of like high school and, um, she got sick like immediately in the first after party. Like, so like it she wasn't there, like, but the, she was with me on grad, like grad, the grad party was way better than, than prom. But like, I remember prom, like, dude, I remember doing soldier boy with like four buddies that we weren't friends, but it came on. I have this great picture. Maybe I'll throw it up on Twitter. It might be the most embarrassing <laughs> picture I have. And it's like yeah. four of us in the front of like 300 people doing Soldier Boy because for whatever reason, I knew the exact choreography, not that it was really. Well, that was so you're two years older than yep. me or three, maybe. 90. Um, and I remember my, my freshman year was like Soldier Boy. So dude. that lines up perfectly. Yeah, dude, the... dude, that was huge when it's up. OK, 
Let's talk about NHL. I feel actually, you know yeah, what? I, so I, I want to hear first of all in the comment section if you be honest, ruthlessly honest. If we this is yeah. the longest intro we've ever done, and honestly, it's just me and you talking, which is my favorite part and probably selfishly part of the reason why we started this podcast because <laughs> we just oh, wanted to talk. So, like, I want to hear. If you were like, you know, I really didn't enjoy it. I just want, I listen for NHL. That's fine. I, you know, there's a lot of you out there that are like, no, you guys talk. I'm here all the time. I want to hear the honest criticisms and feedback. All right. Don't go out of your yeah. way. But if you literally were skipping through this 20 minutes, I want to know. And I want to see the, the ratio of it. So, all right. Let's talk about this weekend. And since we'll start with, this is Chell related. I went to Florida. The first land since the last land, which was the, it's the first 1v1 land since uh the last tampa bay event in 2020 um technically it's yes. not the last land event because the caps was two weeks after that the 6v6 event but as the first 1v1 event in person man it a did it feel different actually communicating with human beings in the community but <laughs> b I'm in a little different spot than I was two years ago where I was bright eyed. I didn't, you know what I mean? I had no idea if I was going to make this a career, um, yeah. which definitely changed my perspective on things. So for anyone that doesn't know, guys, I, the, 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 the Tampa Bay Lightning put on a, um, a 1v1 esports event for a $7,500 prize pool. Um, Europeans, the, the staple of the Bolts is that they include Europeans. So Eki, you guys all know Eki, and Hanzelino, they won for Finland or Europe, and they flew them in um, to, to compete this weekend. And then Pogs and Jose, who is probably unknown to pretty much everyone outside of the the, the competitive community, um, outside of Pogs, I think a lot more people are. Pogs, I'm going to say it right now. You and Pogs have the, the biggest, I don't want to say shot, uh, they, you would be, you two would be my pick to be the next lead, like, uh, directory leaders. And I think that you two are the, and I'll tell you why YouTube. Um, so anyways, Polgs <laughs> ends up winning. Congrats to Polgs if you're listening, but man, was it different? I'll give you guys like, the, I'll have a vlog coming out. Um, I'm really bad at it, but, and, um, uh, part of me, whenever I go to events, um, my favorite part about, Probably my entire business is like networking and it's just my favorite thing. So when I'm at events, I'll give you a perfect example of the, the, the of the reason why Nasher is how big he is. When I'm at events, I don't really I kind of like turn off everything in terms of social media, which is not very good. You know what I mean? Like in the grand scheme of things, like for business, um, I usually just hyper focus on the event and like, you know, talking to people I should talk to, you know, hanging out with people that I don't get the chance to. I don't really, you know, I don't, uh, I'm not very good at remembering to like tape things and, you know, get interviews. I usually just like staying in the moment. Whereas like, dude, I went to, I went to Columbus uh, in, in uh, December and hung out with Nasher. We were all at the game. Dude, at the game, my phone was away. Not that it was rude. It's just, a, again, it's how I am. And I was with Junior Pens and Grizz and Davos and Cookie. And he made like three TikToks, two Snapchats, an Instagram. And I'm like, I'm watching him, not saying it. I'm like, good, there is a reason why you are who you are. So yeah. now, I again, I like to learn from people that do better than me. So I'm, uh, I'm I, this time I was like, I'm going to vlog it. I didn't buy a new camera. I just used my iPhone for the most part. I'm going to give it to Tyler. He's going to work his magic, my editor, and see if we can put together a nice video so you guys can see everything behind the scenes. But man, was it different. Like, <sighs> we got there. I flew in with Grizz from Grizz Gold, the, the, the guy who did the play-by-play, -play, who did a phenomenal job. 
I I made him mm-hmm. turn and made sure that he was at the 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 every event possible because I couldn't do events anymore because monetarily for the most part I did every esports event and it just I don't want to say I make more money if I stream as opposed to doing theirs but that's kind of where it is and not to mention I would like I would just literally never get to do anything else so no because you'd be doing every that's event, what happened in 26 it, event every it's week, what happened yeah. in 2021 like 2020 and 2021 like that that winter and I like got so burnt out so um, anytime there's an event that's like season long, I, I, I may, I, I was like, Grizz, you need to do this. And now he's, he's definitely going to be the next, you know, full-time like content or I mean, uh, commentator. He's so good at it. Whereas I just love hosting. So I try to become, and hosting does take a unique skill because you can't have any, you're the one that's in charge of no dead air, making sure the, the, the mm. conversation keeps going, um, going into transitions where you, you know, you, you're, you're getting your ad reads done. And I get nervous doing it, but I enjoy it the most. I think I have, I, and I'm, I think I'm pretty good at it. Um, so I do enjoy that. So that's kind of what I did, and I did color for this event. He did the play-by-play, and yeah, man, like I, I didn't go out with the guys um, on the Saturday night. Something was wrong with me, man. I am tired all the time, bro. Um, someone in chat thinks it might be like a thyroid thing because I'm old, and maybe that's like, yeah, I'm going to the doctor this week because this is different. This isn't like exhaustion. This is like. I was like yawning and tired, even though I was extremely nervous when I was doing the event, which is such an odd thing, because usually when you're nervous, your adrenaline spikes to the roof and you're raring to go. And I'm just like, you know, after I end my streams, I'm going to bed. So I literally went out for dinner. The event ended at four, went great. Tampa Bay put on an amazing event. Production was unbelievable. Um, we did a it looked like like a full sale university. The, yeah. uh, full sale university. Rare Drop has a good relationship with them. Um, they're the produ- producers of the event. It's the second time, so the last event was at Full Sail. And, uh, yeah, it's where the WWE NXT used to be. And so the why it's so good is that it's, like, literally, like, a full class of university kids in broadcasting. Mm-hmm. So, like, it was great. We had a full production in my ear. You know, uh, we had, like, the, the big cameras that, like, went through the whole, you know, place. We had, a bu- we had a couple people in attendance. I hated the whole shot showing the crowd because it's always lame because there's, like, 12 people there. But it's COVID, <laughs> right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you can't jam them in. It's an easy NHL event. But, like, Uninstall yeah. came. Own the Blue came. Um, Joseph's dad came, who's literally just Ulmer. It's hilarious <laughs> for anyone that knows him. Like, Ulmer Go. Yeah, Ulmer Go. Isn't that the hashtag? Yeah, dude. He is, his yeah. dad is exactly the same as him. So it was nice, but I didn't get to. I, my one regret is I didn't. I, so after I went out for dinner at like five with Grizz, we had a beer. Uh, and I do. I went back to the thing. I was out until 1030 at night. I just passed right out. Like, I don't know what's wrong. I hate napping. I hate sleeping because it, I just feel like I accomplished nothing. Um, and Grizz texted me like, hey, Eki and all the you, you guys are, are in uh, Grizz's room or I mean, uh, uh, Polg's room. We're, we're hanging out, talking. And I'm just like, you know, what, man, enjoy it. Um, I felt all, obviously they were the NA guys were all like under 21. So I felt a little, you know, I'm like, no, man, you guys, yeah. you know, it was the first time they got all got to meet and hang out. So I was like, no, I didn't want to. You know, so it was different because I remember the events before COVID. I was like, yo, let's hang out all the time. Like, you know what I mean? I was very one to be in. And I felt, uh, yeah, it, just, it was very different. But uh, the event went good. Um, I saw some plays and things that we should discuss okay. um, in yeah, terms of like it. the actual gameplay. So Polgs wins. Eki loses to Jose after 
So, dude, Eki wins 5 nothing game one, and he was toying with him. Dude, it looked like a cat and a mouse, bro. Like, he was doing kick deeks near the end, just, like, messing around with him. And I was like, oh, my God. And Joe's just like, like someone who's never been on a land or competed in a real biggie before. And this was really what it mm-hmm. is. So he was, dude, he's drinking the water, and it's just like, like, you could just see it on him, right? And that's normal, bro. Like, I, I, you know, I've competed in a land event before, and it's, like, you know, extremely nerve-wracking. I'm sure when you did GWC, like, you, you know, the controller shaking, you know? Yeah, of course. And then you get into the game and it's whatever, right? So game two yeah, happens. Yeah, whenever you get into the game, usually you're good. And game two happens, and good on Joe's because Eki just could not score game two and three. Forced a game three, and he didn't. He shut him out in game three, and, and good for him. Stunning. Um, and um, But something about Pogs, um, the EU NA style, I guess we'll talk about that first. Uh, far different play styles. And, Completely different. Yeah, and NA people hate EUs for no reason. It's like the console wars. It's so funny. Yeah. I was reading chat the whole time, and man, when Polgs was Polgs gave it to Hanzolino, and the NA guys were just feeding it in the chat to the European, you know, people that were watching, and I love it personally. I think it's hilarious. I think it's great for events. I think it's great for the community. I mean, don't go personal, mm. you know, but I love it. And then Eki beats up on Jose in game one and all the Finns and the EUs are giving it to the NA guys and I loved it. And, um, but the play styles so different. So if you watch the Hanzolino polls game, you really noticed it. Um, Hanzolino did what people would consider a skill zone. And, you know, I want to talk a bit about that because when you watch Eki and Hanzolino play, at least the European they use the strategies in the game as opposed to the mechanics that you can do. So what I mean by that is like yeah. if you watch Polgs and Joes and Own the Blue and all the and Gren, um, they do a lot of deeks and thumb skill stuff. The stuff that you you like that you like that you show on mm-hmm. you know, you're you're a mix of both, but you're you love finding new wraps and shots that'll mess with the goalie, right? Whereas the EUs don't do that. They are looking for the it would be what you would consider like the closest thing to real hockey, right? Like if you were to describe the two, because they don't really go yeah. for glitch goals or or those kinds of things, and they're very passive on defense. And I think people were like, all they do is skill zone and whatnot. Do if you were playing against other top European players, you have to with how they play because all they do is pass the puck. There is no way to play manual defense by by passing the puck for a full for a full game, right? um yeah like that because you just pull someone out of position and they're passing it a million times and like i said eki has eki specifically has like a master class of like what behind the net overload and crash the net does and it was it was fun oh, to watch. watching him play all the time where it's like every pass is like it's, it's deliberate know, it's that's how i described it yeah, yeah yeah everything's deliberate i think that's the best way to yeah like even it. his zone entries bro he won the face off and it was literally six passes before he went up and i'm just like and there, he's one touching the whole time. And I'm like, oh, my God, brother. there's no way to like click on a player fast enough. So mm-hmm. Hans Lino skills owning the first five minutes. Again, that's what they're used to. Right. They don't play these guys. They never play these guys. And the first thing Polis does is this goes behind the net and he L2s and he's weaving back and forth. And Hans Lino's not chasing behind the net because, you know, his skill zoning is staying in front, making sure that, you know, nothing's open in front. And he's he's going back and forth. And this winger just comes trickling in from the corner. And he does this behind the back pass. And the goalie is stuck on the right post. And I was like, OK, I've seen it a couple times. I think uh, I think it's like the. 
it is definitely the most pro goal it because is, it's it not sure. it, and that's the pogs yeah goal. that is like the pogs goal yes for like over yeah. a year now i've seen like, i love seeing i've it. seen regs do it now uh, a lot of the top end guys do it and it's not a glitch i mean i guess it's technically a glitch because he's getting the goaltender stood on the right side but it's definitely difficult to to get into place and that winger is he's using behind the net like he he's making because it's the only way that you can do that is with behind the net because the winger does not come down enough he scores a goal on hanselino dude a minute later in game time so like 30 like 12 seconds in real life does the exact same goal but i will say yeah. this the Finns are extremely good at adjusting um i think that that's why Eki's so good is that he's very good at um dude i saw in Eki's series he changed his strategies like every face off oh really that's interesting. yeah like he is but that's always been his thing he he figures out what you're doing and then he basically uses what's in the game to eliminate what you know you're it's like the bill belichick thing like you know what i mean like he might mm-hmm. not have the best team but like he'll take away what you're what you're best at yeah and uh um so anzalino didn't allow that goal ever again like he kept switching manually and making sure that that wasn't there and Polk didn't score that goal again um, but it's just very interesting to see. And then Polk ends up winning big. Um, Hans Lina's offense, like, they're not used to getting pressured. So I would say North Americans play almost impatiently and extremely aggressive. Yeah. Um, and and Eki feasted on Jost when he did it in game one. And then in game two, he wasn't he wasn't chasing. He was um I don't want he wasn't skill zoning, but he was playing really aggressive at like the blue line. So he was having a hard time getting into the new, into the blue into the offensive zone. Um, and Aki just couldn't score after that. And so the, the North American guys move on. And then Pogues and Joe's play so similar that it was like zero, zero most of the game. And I had a feeling that's what happened is they're both so creative with the puck. You think that when you get two guys like that, um, you know, they'll score a lot. The score will be really high. They know exactly how they, it literally looked like game one. I think Pogues won one, nothing. It literally looked the rush would go and all of the half spins and what they were doing. And they would turn the puck over and go the other way almost a mirror image of what the other person just did it was yeah. it was funny to see in that sense um what i've always found so interesting about the na versus eu style is it's like the complete opposite of like real life yeah. where it's like when in the nhl you assume like a you know european player is a little bit flashier yeah like you get like a uh, russian like player and things like that yeah. yeah you get a russian player they're doing like toe drags and stuff whatever and like i always think like canadians and u.s like in real life dump it's like and chase gritty like, yeah, 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 exactly yeah but like it's complete opposite in the video game. yeah it's wild and like i said so all the na people are just harping on them for skill zoning it's like dude if you watch Watch like five games of top Europeans play. It is far better in terms of the strategies in game. You know, I don't think now you go ahead. I think this is a reason why. And I'm not saying like North American players are better because I don't think there's a better one or the other. But I think North Americans have had more success whenever they've played each other. Well, first of all, there's way more players. You there know is, what I mean? Yeah, like, so it's that, like you know, people yeah. don't people don't want to recognize that. You know what I mean? But like, yes, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I think it's. um the EU players might have a more difficult time uh, adjusting to that just because they're not used to playing like glitchier things like the wraparounds and stuff. Like I remember, and this doesn't even compare to what Pogues did and Joe's did because it's a live land. But whenever I qualified for that Washington tournament uh, a few years back, yeah. I had to play like five EU players in a yeah. row. And they all they all skill zone. So I literally lived behind in that doing like wraparounds yeah. and stuff because like not many of those players did those things. Yep. Yeah. Like it, and it was it, just all passive. And it's crazy to see because like they, you 
the play styles can be so different because you think like there's only one way to play this game right but you never play each other like you can't because you can't play uh, like you obviously you can't play europeans right and you never play on land so it is far different like it, it was really cool to watch that um and i i think that i mean this will transition to another talk part but i think this year um I think this year there is not as much anyone out of a top, the top players can win. So what I mean by mm -hmm. that is like in the past, we'll talk about NA first, right? Because like it has essentially been no matter what, whether it's hut versus whatever, it has been pretty understood the last like three GWCs, like Game World Championships, that like Regs and Gren would be at the top. Like you would, it's yeah. kind of expected. And what's crazy is that is usually is how it goes. Like, so you take away everyone that's like, oh, HUD is whoever has the best team. Regs always has an awful team because he didn't spend money. And they end up getting there, right? Because at the end of the day, it's whoever's better nine out of 10 times will win. And especially when it gets to the versus play. Right. I feel mm -hmm. like this year I'm going to use my own experience, like whether it's the superpowers from like post to post, which I think is now I thought was cool. Um, and I thought X Factors made it fresh, legitimately ruining the game um, because it impacts the game so hard that there are times where it, it takes over. the. It is the reason why you win um, yeah. and things like that. But, you know, I think this year it's if you get like the top 10 players in the world, any one of them can win and doesn't really necessarily mean the best player wins every time. And I think you're going to see in the GWC, man, like a lot, like some, like the top. So the top four last year was Josh, um, Josh, Gren. Oh my God. Uh, Regs. Regs and cat and, and cats. Yeah. I would be willing to bet that two of those four, it's not them. And it's like, Wow. You know, I oh I agree completely. Because this year's um, this year it's like I, I talk about this all the time. Like, how many games have you won or lost where you have tripled TOA shots as well, and it you just cannot beat goal post to post or you know and like yeah because it's like in, in those big games you're only getting two or three golden chances, high quality yeah. chances, and there's an X factor in there that's gonna stop those half the time it's uh you know i don't think it's good for competitive play um and i i, I don't know it's gonna be interesting to watch the game of world championships because hey if it's up to if it was up to me x factors turned off for it GWC, needs to, it's funny because it can't they can't in hut because like right but they could say like hey zero ap allocated no no right? what i'm saying is no no i'm not saying they can't like in game i'm saying like you've spent all your building your team based on the this is the problem with the game world championship there's no communication but um yeah. you spent your entire team like if they were like right now they come out and they're like no there is no um uh, x factors allowed even in the qualifier stage like let's say you can't go into the the online qualifying for top 32 it doesn't allow you if you have x factors on right dude how many people are ditching like spending 500k on you know carlo and bowmeister and burns and going to get dougie hamilton because yeah, he's six six and doesn't yeah. exactly and like so that's not really fair the game is meant to be played and, and not to mention just like the way that you play is really heavily influenced by some of these x factors right so i don't think that's fair um it just goes to like the, the whole problem with hut as a whole uh this year it, it it's uh you know i mean 
I don't know if we want to get it. I mean, like, dude, I'm so negative, and I'm trying not to be negative. Yeah. So it was it was funny because um, I'm not I'm not going to um, go go into questions right now. Okay. Um, but there was a there was a thing a comment I had from your uh, YouTube channel. Uh, Austin Steger had mentioned because um, it ties into what you just said here. Honestly, it's a bummer listening to these podcasts. I'm a squad battles guy because I love diving into the game of hockey, learning how to score, and finding new ways. HUD isn't all about rivals and competitive play. Play Fortnite and COD. It's for hockey lovers. Um, I love you guys and love your feedback. It's a very small player base, so I don't expect much. Uh, hearing you guys complain is getting old. That's where I wanted to bold that, but I had it open up with Notepad. No, respect. Hearing you guys complain is getting old. I think it's because you know? we don't have a lot of talk about you know, in terms of new yeah, stuff, right? right? Like, it, well, that's why we spent twenty five minutes. Yeah, talking we, about we yeah, like scored. we play the game um, an amount that is not meant to be played. This game is not meant yeah. to. I've talked about this before too on my Twitch channel. Like, it's not meant to be played this much. Any sports game, I think it's just a problem in the gaming industry. I talked about this a lot on stream. Is that like games are now meant to give you an addiction, where like you need to feel like you need to get better. You need to feel like you're a pro player. Um, you know, mm. you I, I don't go into a new game without the expectation that I'm going to grind this game. And that's a majority. Dude, I haven't. That's why I don't play yeah. any games. Right. So like I only play NHL. Like I have games. It's like NHL. And then there's like casual games like Stardew Valley with my wife or like yep. Overcooked. But I can't play a competitive game without like uh, how do i how am i going to be the best is there is there a tournament dude halo like, halo came healthy. out and the nostalgia kicked in and i'm starting to play with cookie and some of the guys that i my high school friends that dude i got into a lobby where it was the team i competed in mlg in 2008 with and i hadn't heard from oh, two wow. of my buddies my my one my one friend it was literally my wedding party is one of my best friends and i stayed in touch but the other two i haven't but he has and he's like yo one second i got us two and we got in that lobby and they started talking and I literally, it literally just like, oh, like it just, it hit me. But then I'm like, yeah. all right, does everyone know the call outs? Like, yeah, we got to get, we got to <laughs> cap this flag. I'm looking at like my rank. I'm like, dude, I'm just grinding it. And then, you know, I, I realized like I don't have the time to play other games uh, to become better. And I think that's like a major drain on um, like the community. I think that a lot of you, I, I've talked about this before. We, we talked about this in an episode that was like, we were like, you know, if you're not good, accept that you're not good. You know, I mean, like, take a loss. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it shouldn't be like that. I think that all, like, the Stig, I think it's the Stigs from Twitch. Um, I think that, like, you know, the people that play offline, first of all, I don't understand. We, we don't, we, we don't understand how you do that. Honestly, honest to God. So, like, you're, the way that you play the game, we don't understand how you do that. It, you, you enjoy it far different than we do, which is awesome. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, I'm glad that there isn't just guys out there that are obsessed with winning and like having the best team. And you know what I mean? Like, that's that's probably so relaxing. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I, yeah, probably if you're just is. playing squad battles, you don't need to have a good team. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. just fun. But yeah, like video games as a whole are just not meant to be played this much. And NHL has so little, um, which we talk about all the time, that, you know, if if I I would say the max that you could play this game is maybe 10 hours a week. And I think I'm right around there too. 10 hours a week would like, be you're playing you're playing champs and maybe like five rivals games. I don't even know if you could know you would, you're playing ten champs. Hour, 10 hours 10 hours a week you can get champs and about 15 rivals really think, a game is 20 yeah, minutes I, yeah but uh there's like quits sometimes um Dude, I mean, champs I, usually takes me seven hours uh stream because i stream every yeah, day I, right? I usually true. stream about seven hours a week so i can see that so champs is seven hours and then a few hours on rivals i guess that's right and you can get like 15 maybe you know 
it's just like yeah i it's starting to wear on me because i've mentioned this a lot that like i'm just this is the worst i've been you know i mean that's just because i'm getting older yeah. or the game i did not you know adapt you know it's just why i have a bad yeah i i am just uh i think a lot of the negativity at least for me man is uh for steve's i do apologize that we are negative on the game we are hypercritical because we want the game to be good and we have a outlet to talk to the developers and a lot of it we're just kind of let down you know not that they're not trying and things yeah. like that but yeah it's tougher when yeah. you have an outlet and an ability to speak to someone who can change the game and you're just not seeing it not that they aren't receptive to our feedback we have lots of really good conversations with the developers it's just like you know like rivals leaderboards you know we've been talking about that since they took it out right it's just not in there you know it's um it's very difficult to play this game for a long time so like how let me ask you this this is, this is a new new type of conversation here what would make you like if let's say they what do you think is the one thing that would make you play the game allow the game to be played more you already have a competitive mode which is great um mlb doesn't i, I so. think yeah i think since you already have the competitive mode it would just be like a br thing to do like monday through thursday See, right I like a, i thought about that some kind of stream content uh, uh, and you think that's not well it? like i'm trying to think as like a whole not just a streamer i agree i think br is probably the way to go especially but I, I i didn't play b i don't play br at all at all really in mlb because it's really it's okay. it's kind of the competitive mode right it'll be interesting when the new like there is a new competitive mode coming to mlb which is amazing um is the one thing that's lacking but in NHL, i think it's like a hardcore way to collect cards i think that is what would allow you to grind the game to at least you know if like imagine trying to complete the you know the um you know the collections like collecting every niagara ice dog would get you a petrangelo yeah. You know, like, I think like that is where if they really overhauled the, um, you know, that system and the way that that's done, I think that would add a lot more playability week to week. Obviously, they need more modes like we, we, we harp on that all the time and they need more modes and things to play. But that probably isn't realistic. Like, it's just not like mm -hmm. I, I hate to be the bearer of bad not news. Not without cross. Yeah, not without cross yeah, console. If play. cross console doesn't come next year, we're. <sighs> I mean, hopefully it does. Like, I, you know, and I think that it will. I'll be honest with you. We don't have any in, in, insight if it's happening or not. Um, but I, would, I, I, I still don't think that cross console fixes the issues, though. Like cross no, console allows them to fix the issues, right? Yeah. Um, but I have a feeling that the, the when cross console comes, a I have no faith that it will actually work. Um, and I don't think anyone <laughs> listening to this does. Like, you have no faith that it'll work. Um, and even with MLB, it, it had an issue. Like it, there were issues early mm -hmm. on. Like I remember the server issues, they would go down for like eight hours at a time, like where you just could not play. Um, so like there's that, but like, I think the game after probably that has cross console where they can put in new modes because they don't have to worry about the player base being too small. That's where it's going to be. Uh, it's going to be pretty tough, but, um, let's talk about the new hut, uh, the new hut cards. Yeah. So we have rankings to go over, yep. right? And I'm assuming you did a video on I this. Did it with I, Eki. Did one with Eki. I did it with Eki. I did it with Eki. Eki ranked yeah. them. Yeah. So um, I will rank my new MSPs. And I, uh, this ranking was hard because they were very, they were all similar. Uh, this is a very, I, uh, I think so. This is uh, Hawk and the boys realizing that they, the first week, maybe a little overpowered and they went hella safe. Yeah. Which, and, so, and to be honest, I, I actually think, they made them completely different 
which is great. It's just the first week was like the meta and cards to be excited about. Whereas this week, yeah. bigger names or more recognizable names and like different than the meta, which I don't think is bad. It's just like as like us are much less excited. So, yeah. So number five, I have Fiala. Yep, that's easy. All right, number four, and I honestly one through four could probably yeah, be changed. Yeah. Uh, I have Nikas. I believe I do too. Okay, uh, number three, I have Warensky. Yeah, I think I had Petro. Okay, number two, I have yeah, Tarasenko. The, oh, what in the world? Number 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 one, I have Petro. Why? Pe- Petro six three. Wierenski 6-2. Uh, let's see. Petra's card. Um, he can get up, I think, to like 95 Excel. He has, uh, and then with, with Bombarded, he has like 99 Slapshot Power, 99 ac- or 94 Accuracy. Um, his abilities are intriguing, too. Well, they're all so offensive. They are, right? Um, so I, I do have a, uh, a thing that I think I'm going to try to do towards GWC. Um, and I'm trying it out now. It's that... I, I, I went 20 no in hot champs this weekend. Actually played some great competition, by the way, Sleeve. So he, the, the whole entire I don't play anybody out the window is gone. You I know. mean, yo, 16 so, games against, uh, you know, Dad Dan. I mean, all right, go yeah, ahead. And four games against great players, right? So I, I turned shutdown off again. I, I played with it off in the past. I used it because it was two points. I'm like, you know what? My defense is amazing. I don't need to use shutdown. So I just turned off gold shutdown again. So as we move towards GWC, it, it's so hard to get those chances around the net that I think these defensemen with the gold gold one T gold seeing eye. I, I said it earlier in the year, and then it just wasn't working. I think at some point these are going to be the defensemen to use. I do. Hmm. So like this Petro card with the gold seeing eye. Like I'm thinking that that's probably really good. I'm gonna try it out soon. I have gold one T on my Shea Theodore, and uh, it's it's so hard to get offense from anywhere. It, it might be those point shots with like the gold one T or gold seeing eye that'll work. So I think in, in GWC, especially on my 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 left handed defenseman, yeah. I'm probably gonna rock one of the gold abilities on them just to get that extra offense. I I like the thought of it. I. I don't know how you could have that over your entire... So, all right. So, shutdown is not the end-all, be-all. But it is clearly effective. It's it's effective. I agree with you. Yeah. Like, I don't know how my entire defensive core having shutdown as opposed to one player having one, one player. T- Like, that's where it's tough for me to... Yeah, and it's... Now, we both agree it. that there's going to be ability point changes. And they will it'll be, it'll be unannounced, and it will come probably the day before GWC. And if that happens, like, let's say shutdown goes to six. Uh, You're going to still see people using them. Because let's say that, first dude, off, there has not been an offensive X factor that is like, my God, you need that activated. I, 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 it's hard but because there's. I feel like yeah, no one's tried none. them to a point. Well, dude, there's not there's not enough variety in the offensive X Factor Gold abilities. Yeah, they're very try, very right? neat, like specific. Because it's like there hasn't been like a card come out with like Gold Snipe or something where it's like, oh, I wonder, you know, about trying them. They all have like Born Leader or they have Wheels or they have something else, and it's like you can't really try out these Gold Zone abilities on good cards. I think also you, know? It, you not know like sure it'll light up. 
but you don't see like so close quarters for example i don't know what an animation of close quarters looks like i don't know you know either, what i mean like there's no but are there any cards with gold close quarters there's a few um i think ray ferraro has it early on uh that doesn't no, no, count but That's you a... used him early on like at launch of the game <sighs> Yeah, maybe. Like, and there's a lot of people that say close quarters is great. I think that's a sixes thing. That's what. That is a sixes thing. Apparently, that's the ability to use as a forward. It's sixes, because you shoot for the like pads. So... Like you shoot, like you. That's like the meta. You can't really score DDD one timer, so you shoot pads, and then everyone has. And close... then the people who pick up the puck close to the yeah, net with close because quarters. Because you can control where you are in the sixes. So like yeah. you can just sit down there as opposed to where in hut you're firing low pads looking for a rebound. Like that's you know like. It, it's very difficult to have your player just there. You know what I mean? But yeah, like, yeah, like, and I know a lot of people in the comments are gonna be like, yo, I love make it snappy or snipe. And it's like, I would love for you to send me a clip of it clearly working because I don't, I don't know. Like I've thought about one T, but it's 10. Yeah. I, I played a few rivals games with it activated on a Vetchkin, the gold one T. And it's just like, you don't get the opportunities ever to make especially it when you're trying then, when in the back of your mind you're like oh i gotta get this one time with ovechkin it just does not happen yeah like dude, it's funny like the defense what's I was gonna say, it's funny because like if you watch one of your games back you, I'll, I'll be very i'll be very clear with this i got to the point last week where i was just so pissed off about losing games where i was clearly in control by one goal i said keso i need you to take a look at this you know, my whole channel is built on me telling you guys what to do. Sometimes you have to be self-aware and be like, I'm not seeing what I'm doing. So me and Kessa watched yeah. a game of mine back. And dude, I was taking a D to the one timer every single rush, which I did not realize that I was doing. I thought if you were if you were to ask me how I was playing, I'm like, I just live behind the net, which was cool. You said that to me. It was funny because you I was like, hey, you're taking a lot of D to the one timers. But you're like, yeah, I've just been trying to work the puck around. I think I only do it once or twice, but I've been living behind the net. And I'm like. You had zero yeah. behind the net. Like, and now when I play, and I, I actually had a really good weekend last week, and I was playing probably the best I had, um, I would literally just cycle down behind the net like I was because I was cognizant of it. And I was like, man, maybe mm -hmm. I should just activate 1T and seeing eye because, like, that's all I'm doing. And, like, maybe, like, you know, it's uh, it's funny because, like, I think that if you know – so, like, for example, if you look at your lefties, I guarantee you your left-handed players, guys – um you'll score most of your goals with them and your wrist shots with them like so i'm wondering if like like i don't have tape to tape on any of my left winger left-handed wingers because i don't pass with them mm. yeah right? so like things like that if you really go through and look you can probably min max it and find out like the player set but i agree with you man when you put it on one player and you're like this is my trigger man it'll never happen because you're just gonna force it and more often than not your opponent's like this is just clearly what he's trying to do yeah, that's why I don't mind it. I don't mind having those things on like the left-handed defenseman, just because like the D to Ds don't work with a right-handed shot shooting glove side, right? So like, I don't think I've seen one cleanly go I, in this I, year. I, I've seen one or two, and that was like Junior Pens, and because he takes fifty a game, yeah. right? So like, the defensemen, the left-handed defensemen specifically, are the only ones that actually get four to five plus chances a game with those shots right so like headman i've had headman's the best card yeah headman's the best card headman's the best card there's going to be another left-handed card like that it might be the warensky with like the gold one t where 
you can force those are the only cards you can force feed you can't do that to a forward they're on the ice 20 minutes a game defensemen those two defensemen will be out there all the time no matter what you're always going to have the option to headman or Berensky if you have them on your second pairing where you have an elite one-timer option at the point i agree um, so if you if you put 15 to 20 points and you're like no matter what i always have this amazing one-timer as an option on the ice i think that's more important than having like gold wheels on a player or something i think i think you're right man all right yeah. uh let's see let's see you have some questions there i got i got two pulled up sure. here um let's see uh and these were more uh comments i guess uh so josh epifanio banger it's so funny how us world of chow guys are always complaining about how ea cares about hut <laughs> because they make more money from packs Dude. there and then they hear hut guys complaining how they only care about world of chow because most of the player base is there i i i, I promise you if you were if you were in the game changer discord and you saw the behind the scenes you would be blown away at the amount of resources put into world of shell compared to hockey ultimate team what i would recommend if you really want proof go and look and just load in to world of shell from nhl 18 19 20 21 just go into the mode and then go into hut and you will see that hut is exactly the same like from nhl 19 to 21 all we've gotten is hut rush and minute changes to rivals and squad battles where you can refresh anytime you want that is it there is no yeah. innovation which is a lot of the reason why we are burnt out and we complain so much world of Chelman, you guys get significant mode change whether they're good or not i'm not saying that it gets better but it is different every year you're playing a new game every year and uh yeah we just don't get anything which is another reason why i'm so frustrated yeah, it's funny how both sides feel that way. You would assume um, you would assume that like okay, this is your money making mode, but they make more money they make more money on game sales and the people that play World of Shell than Hockey Ultimate Team, which stuns a lot well, of people. And I, I think it would be true for other sports games because Madden, you don't have an Ultimate Team mode. They had the Yard, I think it was called. And it was, like, was like an arcade. Yeah. yeah. Um, FIFA, I think there's squads, but it's like 11 on 11 or whatever. Like that's harder to get than six V six. So like hockey's the only one that has like that hardcore team. World of Shell uh, is, experience. is the best, like, well, other than NBA, but it's the best EA. Like, I mean, it's the only, I mean, well, well I, yeah, whenever I, whenever I talk about sports games, I include like EA as it's like own thing, you know, just because like they don't do basketball. MLB doesn't have MLB doesn't have a World of Chell style yeah. game mode, right? Like so, it's it it hyper focuses on that because it offers a unique experience in gaming. Like World of Chell is a great mode, and it is it it should mm. be a very big focus. But Hut makes enough money probably where they don't feel the need to like significantly improve it as opposed to World of Chell. They're like, oh, we got to make this better so people keep playing it, right? They keep buying the game, yep. right? So it's that's the that's the difference man like like i said if you just go in and look over the last four years and then go look at hut you're gonna be like oh my god yeah um, and it's tough sometimes in discussions something. how do you feel about recording this in the morning versus at night right now? i like it because i know that my day has started i'm i'm not that tired. is nice the most you know oh, this dude, you're not the most uh i had my coffee 
Shout out King's Ghost. Um, yeah. Oh, by, by the way, though, people have complained for the past 19 episodes. This is called Coffee and Chill. We never drink a coffee. This is the first episode where we're drinking coffee. What do you actually don't? 20 episodes. That, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. yeah fair enough. Um, uh, that's uh, true, but you have to remember, we release this at like 8 a.m. It's Coffee and Chill for you guys. That's like the listeners, yeah. right? But yes, I agree. We haven't at all. Yeah. Uh, I was surprised a lot of people, because like going through your comments for YouTube, you had mentioned at the end of the last episode, comment banger if you made it to the end. There was literally like 50 Dude, plus you guys, Dude, you guys are great. Dude, the average view duration on this is like 30 minutes on like an hour and a half long video on YouTube. I mean, as a YouTuber, that's absurd. So on 3,000 yeah. views to get 30 minute average view time is absolutely nuts. So thank you guys. I'm yeah. so into to see how this uh, video does because it's the least NHL we talk. It's just like NHL is like 50%. Please maybe. let us know, boys, because we'll keep it. We'll, we'll know. You know what I mean? We're, we like talking about our lives and stuff that's going on. And, and, and like behind the scenes, this is what we kind of wanted it to be eventually. But, you know, we know that you guys yeah. don't want to talk hut and, and NHL as a whole. So let us know. You know, we're, we're not like, you know, we're very cognizant of how to improve our content. Oh, for sure. Um, dude, I'm about to get into the my, my most hated part of the week. Uh, so we're, we're recording this Tuesday morning. I'm about to go to work in a few minutes after this. Then I have class from like 6.20 to 9.20 tonight. Dude, those days. Then I got work again in the morning. Then I have to drive to class tomorrow night. So it's like the next two days are just awful. That sucks, brother. I can't, I can't stand it. I got to play Rivals like, on a Tuesday. <laughs> I would rather do that. You Did, get to talk to Chad You say you want to do that in the five. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, that sounds great right now. I would rather do that than class or work. For sure. I could feel that. That's why I, at the end of the day, I, I have a smile on my face for the most part. Yeah, yeah. Um, but now most of the other comments were just, uh, you know, comments and stuff. No, I didn't go through all 184 comments. Is there 184? But, uh, there's 184 comments on there. Oh my god, you guys are nuts, man! But uh, CM CMR just said you guys are awesome. Just got home from the a deployment. Said, dude, congratulations, thank you. Uh, trying to catch up on Hut and watching all your videos. Appreciate the hard work you guys put in. Understand what it's like balancing your job with in life with the wife. So, dude, CMR, congrats on getting home. Uh, thanks for watching, dude. Absolutely, man. All right, well, yeah, guys, we're uh, we're gonna just take comments and questions from YouTube now. Um, so, if you want. Um, I think at some point we're going to switch over uh, and put this on Kessa's um, YouTube channel. Wanted to try and make sure that we got it out to as much people as possible. And I got to say, Rare Drop just announced that we are the second most viewed podcast, listened to podcast on uh, on their network of podcasts. And you guys are doing crazy numbers in terms of downloads and listens. So we really appreciate yeah. it. This is, uh, again, we just started this. I, I told Kesso I need a podcast because no other creator is doing a podcast for NHL. And Kesso said, yep. And uh, I made him, you know. Make sure that this was something we were going to do, and it's turned out really well. Yeah, I remember you had told me that, and then like a day later, I called you, and I'm like, dude, why don't we just do this? Yep. You know, why don't we just like, let's just do it every every, week. every Sunday night we record no matter yep. what. And I'm pr I'm very proud of us this week for finding the Yeah, dude, I mean, it's going to be a day hour. late, but we did it, man. I woke up, I woke up, we both, full disclosure, we don't wake up until about 7.38. Like, I usually wake up, my wife wakes up at 7 with summer, and she starts work at 8. I usually go to bed at like 2, and I wake up at 8. Um... Uh, Kesso here doesn't wake up till seven forty, 
So we both set our alarms and went downstairs and, you know. Yeah, dude, I was secretly hoping, I'm not going to lie, you're going to say like, hey, can we just do this tonight? Dude, I'm tired. I, and I can just sit dude, my phone was dead. My hour. phone was dead and my wife's like, hey, you got to get up. And I was like, okay, charge my phone for a second because it's too lazy to put on the charger. And I'm like, maybe you forgot. <laughs> you thought the same yeah, thing. I turned awesome. my phone on, it's like 6.53. Like, all right, I'm ready. I'm like, oh, blast. Okay oh man all right guys good for us well uh yeah thank you guys for listening again this was uh, a lot more focused on life and just a discussion as opposed to just clearly all the hockey ultimate team and nhl as a whole let us know in the in the feedback um be honest you know if you didn't like it please let us know you know we'll dial it back if you did like it let us know and we'll be back next week guys so thank you for listening and we'll see you then have a good one fellas When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.